0: Hello and welcome to The Game Show, Outcasting's LGBTQ game show where we discuss the news, LGBTQ facts, and more. The format is very simple. Each contestant will prepare three questions on three separate topics and take turns posing and discussing these questions with the other contestant. The person who correctly answers the most questions or cracks the best jokes is the official Outcasting's supreme leader of LGBTQ facts and puns. This edition of Outcasting's game show is a smackdown between Sarah and me, Lucas. So Sarah, how are you feeling right now?
1: I'm ready to completely crush you. Ah,
0: that's ironic because in fact it will be me who's crushing you.
1: We'll see about that.
0: I guess we shall. So let's start with my first question. So Sarah, the New York Knicks basketball team recently hosted a pride celebration at one of their home games because of a specific LGBTQ issue. What issue was this a result of? Was it A, supporting same-sex marriage, B, the killing of transgender women, C, sexuality-based job discrimination, or D, HIV discrimination?
1: Let me think about that for a second. I'll have to say A, supporting same-sex marriage.
0: Well, that's a good one. You are incorrect. The answer is, in fact, B, the killing of transgender women. The night was hosted in response to a player on the team named Reggie Bullock, whose transgender sister was killed. There are not many details surrounding the death of this woman that have been released, but it's great to see a major sports team with a large public platform work to make people aware of the high rates that transgender women of color are being killed. So, Sarah, let's move on to your question.
1: Recently, the Labor Department's monthly job report added new data regarding LGBTQ people. What was the addition? A, additional preferred pronoun categories, B, additional relationship categories, including same-sex husband, wife, or spouse, C, additional relationship categories, including polyamory, or D, additional gender categories, including agender and gender fluid?
0: Oh, Sarah, you stumped me on this one. Um, additional preferred pronoun categories sounds like the right answer, but I think because B is so specific, I'm going to go with B. Additional relationship categories, including same-sex husband, wife, or spouse.
1: Sadly for me, you're correct. Yes. Good to hear. (laughs) For a long time, it wasn't included. It wasn't added until just now in 2020. But the unemployment rate has dropped, and I'm very happy that we're in a place now where LGBTQ people get the inclusion they deserve, or part of it, so far.
0: But I think it's interesting that it took the Labor Department almost five years to make this change because the cases surrounding marriage equality came out in 2013 and 2015, and yet no change was made until 2020. I think that illustrates a problem in our government that even though we have the legal status of the ability to have same-sex marriage, there still is a lot of roadblocks to LGBT people, especially surrounding same-sex marriage.
1: Yeah, that sadly is true.
0: Okay. So now I have one point and Sarah has zero points.
1: That will change very soon.
0: We'll see about that. Okay, moving on to my next question. Utah is generally considered to be a conservative state, and yet they recently enacted a law protecting young LGBTQ people. What does this law address? Is it A, workplace discrimination, B, gender confirmation surgery, C, conversion therapy, or D, gender-neutral bathrooms?
1: I'm going to have to say D, gender-neutral bathrooms.
0: Sadly, you are incorrect. The answer is C, conversion therapy. Utah just passed a law that has banned conversion therapy for minors. This is a big step because conversion therapy as we've discussed on outcasting before, can have a devastating effect on individuals who go through the process. Specifically on minors who are young and very impressionable, the effects of conversion therapy can affect someone for the rest of their lives. So it's really great to see that Utah is making this progressive step.
1: Yeah, you go, Utah.
0: (laughs) Okay, Sarah, let's hear your next question.
1: Okay. In January of 2020, The professional ice hockey player, Zach Sullivan, came out as the first bisexual player in the Elite Ice Hockey League. How long did it take the Elite Ice Hockey League to have an openly bisexual player? A. 5 years B. 23 years C. 17 years or D. 12 years
0: I'm going to go with B. 23 years because that's the biggest number.
1: (laughs) You are incorrect. You got me. C. 17 years the Elite Ice Hockey League was founded in 2003, but it still took until 2020 for this to happen. But bisexual representation has increased in the media a lot lately.
0: I think it's really great to see the sports industry, specifically we talked about the NBA and this Elite Ice Hockey League, having more LGBT representation and more LGBT media, because I think sports are often seen as a very heterosexual way of self-expression, so it's good to see more queer representation in these spaces. Okay, so I'll move on to my final question. Starbucks UK just released an LGBT-friendly commercial featuring a transgender man. Which trans-specific issue did this commercial highlight? Was it A, internalized transphobia, which is the transphobia that trans people have for themselves, B, body dysmorphia, which is the uncomfort that trans people feel when looking at themselves, C, deadnaming, which is calling a trans person by the name based on the sex assigned to them at birth, or D, parental acceptance?
1: I'm going to say C, deadnaming.
0: And you would be correct. Nice job, Sarah. Finally. So it's actually really interesting to see Starbucks make this commercial because I think we all know Starbucks based on like the misspelled names and all the, all the fun jokes that they make around the way that they spell names. I know I once went to Starbucks and they spelled my name L-U-C-U-S, And I don't think I've heard anyone who's had their name spelt like that. But so the commercial went, um, it showed a trans person being dead named by several different people. And then they walked into Starbucks and ordered a drink. And the barista called out the name of the drink. And it was the person's preferred name that matched their preferred gender. So this commercial was really nice in illustrating the way that Starbucks and other people are able to create trans acceptance in ways that aren't traditionally thought of.
1: That's really amazing and actually really creative on Starbucks' side. I've never actually seen a Starbucks commercial, but (laughs) Yeah, I guess
0: that's why it's Starbucks UK, not Starbucks USA. Yeah. Okay, let's hear your last question, Sarah.
1: Okay. Deborah Batts, an openly gay black woman, left a remarkable impact on LGBTQ people when she died recently at 72 years old. What was she known for? A. Being the first openly gay judge to sit on the federal bench. B being the first openly gay judge in New York, C, being the first openly gay senator in Pennsylvania, or D, being the first openly gay radio hostess.
0: Wow, that's that's a rough one. I think as the first three are all political, I'm gonna go somewhere in those three and get rid of D. So I'm gonna choose A, being the first openly gay judge to sit on the federal bench.
1: You're correct. That's good to hear. It's really tragic that she died at 72 years old, but she did live a good life in terms of what she did. She was involved in cases involving political corruption, terrorism, and working on the Central Park Five civil case.
0: That's really great to hear that a um, LGBT woman has such a great impact on the world. Okay, that is our final question. So let's do a final point recap. Sarah, you have one point, and I, Lucas have two points. No need to rub it in. (laughs) Sorry, I just have to tell the viewers at home. So that means I and the outcasting champion, I'm two for two right now, so that's good to hear.
1: (laughs) I won't stop hearing about this.
0: No, you will not. Before we go, Sarah, we should talk about one more thing. Yes? Sesame Street. My favorite. (laughs) I know, I think we all grew up watching this show at least once when we were kids, and A recent event with Sesame Street has put it back in LGBT news. And that is because Sesame Street recently announced that they will be hosting Billy Porter as one of their celebrity guests.
1: Yeah, and one of the Arkansas Republican senators suggested a bill to cut off PBS's funding in that state because of that. Cuckoo.
0: It still shows that the mere presence of an LGBT character or an LGBT person in one of these shows causes so much controversy.
1: It's it's horrifying that this is what comes to his mind when he, when he hears about this.
0: And one thing to note is that nowhere in the script did it mention that Billy Porter was gay. Nowhere did it say anything about his sexuality or his gender expression. He simply was present on the show. So the fact that senators are saying that this is going to have a negative effect on our children is just not correct. There's no information about his LGBT identity in the show. It's simply his presence that is causing them such distress, I guess.
1: Yeah, like when a gay person walks into a room, do they like shun their children's eyes?
0: All right. Well, thank you for coming, Sarah. I'm glad we could have this discussion.
1: Me too. But next time, I hope you know you are going down.
0: All right. I guess we'll see how the cookie crumbles when that happens. Sure. Bye, Sarah.
1: Bye, Lucas.